0: can't say I actually came up with very much like really profound stuff but yeah it was three in the morning um but I did get this real sense of you know God has things under control and you might be awake at three in the morning wondering what's going on but actually God's been awake since the beginning of time I guess the beginning of God and you know hey look he's got everything under control I might be awake for a few extra hours but actually if God can do it and God's in control What am I worried about? So anyway, whatever's been going on in your lives, you know, I just want to encourage you just to put it down for a minute, maybe a day, maybe even a week if you can, um, and just come into God's presence and just be with God, because, you know, God's got this under control. God knows everything that's going to happen and what's happened before, and, you know, He knows everything, so actually, just come and be with God. Hey, cool, that's all. Whatever you want to do, but let's praise and worship God, eh? Feel free to come to the forefront as well if you want to.
1: read those words out. You know, sometimes we can sing the song and we're concentrating on trying to clap in time and and you know, maybe the person next to you is going off tune or something like that and it's, it's hard to concentrate. So I want to read those words out for us again. No, not that anyone was going off tune, no. <laughs> you may like to close your eyes. I want to read this out as a prayer this morning. It's your heart we're searching for, Lord. We want you and nothing more. Let your glory fill this place this morning. We're alive in your presence. We surrender all to you. Do what you want to. Do what you want to. God, we long to see you move. Do what you want to. We're standing in your light. And our hearts are open wide. Let us see more than before. Lord, come, have your way here. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are here. And we open up our hearts and our lives to you this morning. We say, have your way. Do what you want to this morning. We thank you that you are here with us. We thank you that you are loving, almighty God. We thank you that you are for us. We thank you that you know exactly what each one of us are walking through right now. and We thank you that you are here, that your comfort is here, your love is here, your peace is here. May we receive all from you today, God. And and we thank you that you want to speak to each one of us today. May we be attentive to your voice this morning. Thank you, God. We thank you that you are able to heal to bring healing and I lift up anyone to you this morning that is in need of healing in any way emotionally, physically and God I ask that you would release your healing upon lives this morning Thank you God, do what you want to Amen Amen Awesome, isn't it great to gather together in his presence, it's beautiful Yeah, how about you lift him up this morning, God we We praise You. We magnify You. We glorify You. You are good. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Welcome to church this morning. I hope you've had a good week. If you're here for the first time with us, it's great to have you with us this morning. Welcome. And we pray that you enjoy this morning with us. We do have some guest packs if you haven't already received one of those. Owen's standing at the back there looking mighty fine there, waving the bag. So if you uh, haven't picked one up, you're here for the first time, we'd love you to to, um, pick one up on your way out. We do have a a coffee card in there as well for you to go and redeem at uh, the Crossover Cafe for one of our lovely coffees. So enjoy that. We'd love you to fill out your details and we'll... We will be in touch this coming week. Fantastic. Well, let's celebrate the birthdays and anniversaries. Has anyone had a birthday? Or Yeah, a birthday. Happy birthday. Would, uh, would you like to come forward? We would love to pray for you. Oh, look, there's a lot. It's an anniversary. Is that twenty, twenty-two 22 years? Yeah, 22 years. And happy birthday, Lyndall. And wedding anniversary. Yes, how many years was it again? 31. Woo! (laughs) Nice, 31, 22. Happy birthday. Fantastic, you all got your chocolates. Good, that's important. (laughs) Great, how about we stand church. Let's pray for our beautiful church family. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favor, prosperity, purpose, and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Congratulations. Awesome. Well, we have this afternoon, we have uh, Jessica Harris with us. I don't know if she's up on the screen there. Not, not quite yet. She, oh, here she is. She's with us uh, this afternoon for this um, seminar for parents. Parents, you're a parent. Then this is for you. She has uh, done one during the week at Gateway in the evening. I heard great reports from that. Um, Jessica herself uh, was very, very badly addicted to pornography. Uh, So she speaks from experience. How to safeguard. How to safeguard your kids. So parents, this is important, isn't it? and especially in today's world when we're all on the computers so I encourage you to get here 3.30 till 5pm and then Jessica is going to be preaching tonight so she's an American uh, so I'm hopefully we'll understand her <laughs> but it'll be great to have her with us so she'll be preaching tonight at 6pm so it'll be great to see you at 6pm or at the, um, the parents I... We are taking the $5 cost off as well. There is a koha as well, a koha instead. So um, it is not $5 koha. And also there is supervision for kids. Isn't that great? Amazing, beautiful, wonderful youth, I think, or young ones looking after um, young adults or whoever they are looking after our kids. Isn't that great? Fantastic. So hope to see you here at 3.30 or 6 o'clock or both. Great, and then coming up also, we've got School of the Spirit coming up in June, which it is nearly June. Would you believe 23rd, 24th of June? Uh, that's going to be great. You do need to uh, get your registration in for that, and we are limiting numbers, so I encourage you to get that in quickly. We've got John Kins all the way from Melbourne with us, and Daz Chittle all the way from. Christchurch, two very different characters. It's going to be great to have these um, great passionate characters. One English, one Kiwi, um, a crazy Kiwi. Uh, So that'll be great. Encourage everybody to be there. We all need to be schooled up in the Spirit. All of us as Christians, we all need that. So it'll be great to see you 23rd, 24th of June. You can register online or at the Hub. Fantastic. Well, we are going to gather around the psalm reading this morning. And Pastor Rex Meehan is going to lead us around Psalm 71. So how about you give Pastor Rex a hand? Thank you.
2: Thank you very much, Jan. And good morning, everybody. Psalm 71, verses 17 to 24. Psalm 71 is written by a senior citizen but it has got a message for everybody. It's divided into three parts and I'm going to read the last part of the psalm. Psalm 71 verse 17. Oh God, you have taught me from my earliest childhood and I constantly tell others about your wonderful things you do. Now that I'm old and gray, Do not abandon me, O God. Let me proclaim your power to this new generation. Your mighty works, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. Your righteousness, O God, reaches to the highest heavens. You've done such wonderful things. Who can compare with you, O God? You've allowed me to suffer much hardship, but you will restore me to life again and lift me up from the depths of the earth. You you will restore me to even greater honor and comfort me once again. Then I will praise you with music on the harp because you're faithful to your promises, O my God. I will sing praises to you with a lyre, O Holy One of Israel. I will shout for joy and sing your praises, for you've ransomed me. I'll tell about your righteous deeds all day long. For everyone who tried to hurt me has been shamed and humiliated.
3: stand together and um, let's worship our God.
4: Christ still- light of Jesus
3: i mm-hmm. Holy Spirit that your presence is available 24-7 you don't just have to wait till this morning yet I'm so grateful that you're here this morning I release your refreshing of every person Revelation over every person, in Jesus' name. When I looked up, I just got a sense for you that there's some things that you'd like to shift a little, and I sense the Holy Spirit would say to you to, to dig in, but not to get stuck, but to dig in, and to even write it down, what you're looking for, and so don't allow yourself to get stuck there, it's not like an anchor point for you, but it is a time to really dig in and hold on to the change that you're looking for. Father, bless Kenton. Lord, pour your spirit out on him, I pray, in Jesus' name. Father, refresh him as he refreshes many. Refresh him. like a picture of a cup and if you want to drink this is the moment to drink so to speak just of his presence of his life of his goodness I really sense that Holy Spirit's agenda right now is to refresh people do that see it in your mind see it in your imagination the living water he said you'll never thirst again to say we know what it is to intimately know you and be walking with you. We invite you to stir our hearts to bring fresh revelation into our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you say hello to three or four people as you sit down and then if you turn your eyes to the screen, there'll be a video clip.
5: Was crippled when I was young or so even though I couldn't do much but I feel satisfied uh, I know that my destination is the kingdom of God It's this heaven when I have Jesus I have everything we- see that this family has a lot of difficulties, and so when we see this, we want to help. The government has a program to help poor people to have a stable house. But only when the house is finished, they will give the money. And so we decided to help this family, doesn't matter whether uh, the government will pay back the money or not. We have to use the church fund to buy the building material. Not only that, we ask the people in the church to donate labor for this work. Since we study the program called TCT, we mobilize everyone in the church to help each other. So it's become a movement, something that the whole church participates. And they understand this is the way that they love God. Uh, by serving others by building this house everyone is very excited and joyfully participate in these projects 20 to 25 people working all day long for three weeks and there's no complaint uh, they have to go to the forest and and get the wood and they have to carry uh, brick on their back uh, so it's a hard work but they joyful uh, they have joy to do this because we love god and we want to serve God. It's our responsibility to look after the poor because the Bible uh, tells us that when we love the poor, when we serve the poor, that is one way to love God.
3: Fantastic, eh? That's Anna and Nam, Reconciled World, just in case you were wondering. Um, just before I get into it, Jessica Harris this afternoon, if you're a parent... You've got a child, sort of under 20. You, you really do need to come this afternoon. You may be sitting there thinking, you know, my kids are good, they're sweet, they're innocent little angels. Um, let me tell you, pornography affects everybody in today's society, everybody. I'm not naive, I've got children myself. I know they were both exposed to material like that, maybe even before intermediate. It happens, it's part of life today. And you need some tools in your toolbox to make sure you're making your environment at home, the environment around your children, as safe as you possibly can. So please come out at 3.30 today. Don't kid yourself that it doesn't affect you. That would be a mistake. Is that all right? Great. Said it anyway. Well, Father, I pray you bless our time this morning. Well, you are blessing our time. And I thank you that uh, you have an agenda this morning and that you want to stir our hearts and that you want to bring a release. And uh, as we look into our global mandate today, I ask that something would take hold in each of us, that it, would just, it wouldn't just be a good idea, it would not simply circulate in our heads, but it would drop from our heads to our hearts this morning, and from our hearts, action would come in Jesus' name. Lord, I personally am excited to be partnering with you on these things. It gives me great joy, and I consider it an honour. And Father, I ask that that kind of attitude would be the attitude of every person today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, you will see on your seats this morning that there is a Faith Promise Commitment card. We're going to action these later on, and um, you know you could fill them out in the meantime. Can I ask one thing? If you sell into Global Mission via automatic payment, um, can you fill out a card anyway? It'll just help us. I'm not asking you to change your automatic payment, just fill out what you're doing. Um, the other thing is, you will see on here that faith promise giving is an agreement between you and God. No one's going to chase you up on this. There is no police going to come around and say, You said you would. This is between you and God, okay? But this is how our global mandate is funded, and uh, so I really encourage you to get involved. I saw the Shack film last night. Yeah, very good, very good. I had to go home and watch some sport afterwards just to get my life in order. It mucked me up, it really did. I recommend it. Just need to take a few boxes of tissues. Well, May has been a full-on month, hasn't it? we've had all sorts of things going on this month but underneath it all has been our global mandate and i don't know if you could were able to be here on friday night but elska and her team put on a fantastic event on friday night um, the with Tear fund yeah give her a hand elska has worked incredibly hard and i think she's do- done and doing a wonderful wonderful thing but on friday night she pulled off a um, with her team she pulled off a Fashion Parade with Tear Fund, the launch of the Ethical Clothing Guide. was very, very good. It it was talking about where our clothing comes from and whether the shirt that's on your back is actually exploiting someone on the other side of the world or whether you're buying from a store that respects people and is making sure they're not being exploited. It was very, very good and uh, very challenging. I was ignorant beforehand. Now I'm not. Now I know. Um, So our underwriting theme has been global mandate and... You know, it's been great. We've heard from Grant Weaver. We've heard from Grant Weaver, Brent Weaver, Brett Weaver. Uh, we've heard from Anna and Nam, and we've heard from Grant McAllister firsthand in the last month or so, which has been absolutely fantastic. And I, I personally love this time of the year. I love the fact that our focus is on what's happening around the globe and what we're doing outside the walls of the church, and God is doing some really, really cool stuff through us, and with us. I love the fact that this month, everything we're focusing on has eternal significance. It's not just about here and now. It's about eternity, and we have the opportunity, you and I, have the opportunity to partner with what God's asked us to do as a church and to change eternity for people. That is very, very cool. So I love that. I, um, can I get you to pop the picture up? Thanks. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting this lady, the lady in the wheelchair, when I was in China recently. And this is a, an organisation that we've been invited to get involved with. And most chances, uh, probably we will as some time goes on. The lady in the wheelchair, she, uh, this is in China, and um, she was abandoned as a baby. She wasn't abandoned because, one, she was a girl, and two, she had uh, spina bifida. And as she grew... The doctors saw fit to amputate her legs. Um, She's not of a lot of value in society. They didn't even bother amputating them at the same place. They just hacked them off wherever it suited them so that they weren't such a problem. She grew up in an orphanage. She grew up in an orphanage um, who looks after children that have been abandoned, special needs children, and HIV kids. This is one of the organisations that we've been asked if we'd like to partner with. She grew up there, and as she grew, she has turned into a lovely woman. Not only has she grown now into a lovely woman, but she met a young man and was married a little while ago. Not only did she meet a young man and was married a little while ago, she is holding her first child. We were invited to go because... The house that she's living in, the apartment she's living in, it's difficult for her to get out at the moment. They've got to make some changes. So she's kind of housebound at the moment. And uh, no one except a couple of the close people from the organization in her church had been able to go and see the baby. And so there were a group of five or six of us, and they said, look, we've got a spare half an hour here. Would you mind coming and visiting this lady and seeing her baby? She would love to show you her baby. And so all of us were tired, and we went, I suppose, you know, as you do. It's the right thing to do. But I think all of us were incredibly touched when we met her. She keeps her house immaculate, absolutely immaculate, this lady. And she was all prepared for us. We came in. We met the baby. We held the baby. The baby was gorgeous. She asked us to name the baby while we were there. So we were able to name the baby, dedicate the baby, Oh, I'm just having a blank. I think we went with Joshua. Uh, the English name. Um, name the baby, dedicate the baby to the Lord and encourage her that she's a great mother. Now, that's global mandate. That you go, you know, you took an hour to go out of your way or whatever to do this, but that changes somebody's life. That brings the goodness of God into somebody's world. That lady's experience was that she was abandoned. Now she's a mum and she's a good mum. And you know that 's what Global Mandate's all about at the end of the day. it 's about people, And often we see projects, and often we see dollars, but it 's about people, because people really, really matter, and people really, really matter to God. that 's why we are involved. that 's why we 're doing what we do. Global Mandate matters to God, it matters for the kingdom, it matters for the community. But maybe most of all, it matters for the individuals who we're touching. We're touching their lives. And I think that if we're disciples of Christ, followers of Jesus, it must matter to us. I do not see global mandate as an optional extra. You know, I've got my salvation. Tick. Oh, yeah. If I can be convinced, I'll get involved in global mandate. No, no, no. It's not an optional extra. For a disciple of Christ, it matters. It matters. It's something of the expression of the heart of God. And if we're a disciple, our global mandate, global mission, it matters. We've got to be there. I've got three thoughts I just want to share briefly. And they're well-known verses because they're some of my favorites. You would have heard them many times. The first is this. Jesus came... And told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this I am with you always, even till the end of the age. I love this verse because at the start it says, I have Jesus said, I have been given all authority on heaven and on earth. In other words, he's saying, listen, it's not going to come with more authority than right here, right now, because I have all authority in heaven and on earth. I am the big kahuna. There are none bigger than me, and I am about to speak. Open your ears. That's what he's saying. And then he says, therefore, go, make disciples. I've come to the conclusion that every one of us is asked to go. How far we go is the question. In fact, I think it would take more prayer and more conviction for me to decide to stay than it would for me to decide to go. How far are we going to go? Some of us, it's to the end of the street. Some of us, it's to work. Some of us, it's to school. Some of us, it's to varsity. Some of us, it's to the club, uh, the sports club or whatever we're involved in, the groups that we're involved in. And others of us, it might be to the South Island. Whew. That's a long way. It might be to another city, another town. It might be to another country, another culture. I don't know, that's between you and God. But he says, go. He doesn't say, let's think about going. He doesn't say, let's pray about going. He doesn't say, I might send you. He doesn't say, if it's a good idea, you could. No, he says, go. So you're all going somewhere as disciples of Christ, as am I. We're all going somewhere. The question is how far, whenever, wherever, be like Jesus. That's what he's saying. Wherever you are, whenever you are, and making disciples applies to every one of us. Global mandate is about making disciples. That's what it's about. Second thought, Matthew 6.33. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. I think remaining kingdom focused is both a key and essential in God's God's economy. It's a key and it's essential. Staying kingdom focused. It's very easy to get off track. It's very easy to forget about what he's asked us to do. But staying focused is essential. And he says, in fact, if you stay focused, if you seek first the kingdom and you live righteously, everything else will fall into place. I've noticed, particularly in the West, that many believers want the fruit of a focused Kingdom-focused, righteous life, but are not prepared to pay the price of a kingdom-focused, righteous life. It's kind of crazy. It's like me putting red food coloring in the icing for a cake and expecting to get yellow. It doesn't work. You put red in, you get red out. Jesus says, look, I will meet your needs. I will come in behind you. I'll make sure everything that you're supplied with, everything you need, that's a kingdom principle. That's why we spent so much time on kingdom as a church. It's a kingdom principle. But what I want you to do and what you're required to do is, number one, stay kingdom focused. And number two, I want you to live a righteous life because your life is the gospel that people are seeing. My life is the gospel that people are seeing. So make sure you live a righteous life as well. Keep God's kingdom the priority. Here's my third thought from Matthew 16. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, But who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, You are blessed, Simon of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn it from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church. That's the rock of revelation. I will build my church. And all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Jesus said he would build his church. That's a relief. I don't know if it's a relief for you. It's a relief for me. Jesus said he would build church his church. He said, I've got work for you to do. I want to work in you. I want to work with you. I want to work through you. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take care of it. At the end of the day, I will take responsibility for my church. I will establish the church. We've all got responsibility to do, uh, uh, responsibility and work to do. We all have the responsibility of making sure what we're doing is not in opposition to what he is doing. But at the end of the day, He will build his church. However, he says, I've given you, that's you. Nudge the person beside you, that's them. And it's you. Nudge yourself, that's you. I've given you the keys to the kingdom. That's a bit like Jesus coming up to Ray and going, Ray, here's the keys to the car, my friend. Enjoy. Just remember that we'll be taking note of how you drive. <laughs> there is a GPS in there somewhere. He says, I give you the keys to the kingdom, and whatever you forbid will be forbidden, earth and heaven. Whatever you permit will be permitted. That is quite incredible. That gives a, that's a very, very powerful position to be put in. It has great responsibility, and the responsibility is ours. I think, I like the other thing there. He says, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. There is not a key to the kingdom. There are keys to the kingdom. What does a key to the kingdom look like? Can I suggest it looks like global mandate? It's a key to the heaven. Why global mandate? Because global mandate unlocks support for people, and it locks away isolation. Isolation. It releases justice, and it locks away injustice. It releases churches and salvation, and it locks away lost eternity. It releases kindness, and it locks away cruelty. It releases love, and it locks away exploitation. It releases change, and it locks away hopelessness. It releases value. And it locks away disvalue. It releases help. Releases help for people. Global mandate. It is a key to the kingdom. Let me share with you for a couple of moments some of the things that we have seen happen through global mandate in the last year. I can't do it all, we'll be here too long. But some of the keys, some of the things that our key called global mandate has unlocked in the last year. Is that all right? No, you're all. I can tell. I can tell God's operating on you. You're just sitting there, working out whether it's four zeros or five zeros that you're going to put on the thing. A, six zeros. Be better still. By the way, I can help you with the zeros. It's just the bit before I'm struggling with. Father, I thank you for the things that we've been involved in, and I ask that you'd stir our hearts, even as we hear some of those things now. That there would be a great sense for each of us of, of um, satisfaction, I suppose, that we're partnering with you to make an incredible difference. But also there would be a stirring, there would be a yearning that as we do partner with you, we can see so much more take place. So work in us. Let these ears do some, uh, these words do something in our spirits, just not our ears, I pray, in Jesus' name. School packs. I'm going to tell you about some things local, some things international. School packs. We gave out 200 school packs this year. We gave 100 school packs to Bankwood School. We gave 100 school packs to Fairfield School. The school packs were for families that were struggling, kids that were struggling, kids that were turning up to school with nothing. The school packs were a school bag, and they had books in it, and they had pencils and pencil cases and pens in it, and a lunchbox in them. 200 families in Hamilton have benefited from that because of you. That's awesome. I think you should clap. Yeah, that's great. Wouldn't have happened without you, wouldn't it? We made over two schools, you know, cleaned them up, tidied them up, made them look good, gave them a refresh, two schools. We um, also made over several community alleyways and fences and parks. I think that's Great. We made it and delivered about 60 tables, benches, planter boxes, etc., to people in the community with need. We had meals made and delivered for people in the community with need. That's cool. I like that. Some of you are quite excited about that. Some of you couldn't care less. That's all right. How's this? 2,215 special Bibles were given to Indian pastors. Why is that significant? Number one, it was really cool because we paid for just over 1,000 of them. And there was a corporate sponsor that, ma- that uh, matched us dollar for dollar. So it became 2,215 Bibles given into the hands of Indian pastors who are pastoring churches all over primarily northern India. Why is that important? It's important because most of these pastors are not highly educated. And they can read the scripture, and they can read it for themselves, but they have no idea how to apply that to help bring community transformation and how to lift people. These special Bibles have been translated into their language on this page, and on this page it pulls out the major points uh, that they can speak into when they're speaking to their church and how they can apply it in their It's a fantastic tool. We put that in the hands of 2,215 pastors who have all got churches in northern India. You imagine the community transformation that that's helped bring about. From us. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. It's wonderful. 3,000 nappies were supplied for 60 babies in Romania. The babies were happy. The purpose being that if you can meet the physical need, the people will probably be open to discuss the spiritual need. 3,000 nappies, 60 babies, that's awesome. We financially support five churches in the Punjab and a preschool who are planning to plant five more this year. Now, that's really important, the financial support, but I think the biggest contribution we make there is we have leadership oversight over those churches in the Punjab, so we are helping them on the ground with basic leadership, with practical leadership things, encouraging their leaders, encouraging the pastors, that is incredible, the church is probably, if everyone comes together, three or 400 people, but when you do something there, the event, I was there one time, and um, the building was standing room only, and people were all around the building looking in through the windows, and so that's the kind of pool they have in their community. That's great. It's great influence. It's great bringing something of the kingdom. This, this is a new one this year. We've, um, we've started to step down the journey around human trafficking and slavery. Did you know that slavery is, has, the most people are caught in slavery now? Uh, more people are caught in slavery now than any other time in history. They say over 40 million people around the world are caught in slavery or sex trafficking type stuff. It really does need our attention. This year specifically, we've given legal assistance to 10 girls. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think we need to celebrate this. I think it's great. We've given legal assistance to 10 girls. We've given two um, or provided two, a two week trauma counselling course for 40 girls. We've provided t- uh, care packages for another 10 girls. And we've also um, made it possible for anti trafficking school programs to take place in two to three schools. That's a great first up effort, isn't it? That's wonderful. We provide leadership support and mentoring directly to at least 16 churches in New Zealand and overseas. That's great. That's a wide impact, that's very significant. The Community Link Trust. Senior Link. I've seen 40, this is the last year, 44 clients are receiving regular support from Senior Link. 243 appointments assisting seniors in the community. Isn't that great? I think that's wonderful. Teen Link. Eighty-two youth have been mentored. These youth that have been mentored are right on the edge of serious... Well, they're already in trouble, most of them. They're right on the edge of serious, serious trouble. Eighty-two youth have been mentored. Seven schools have been impacted, and there were two hungies put on. That's great. Budget link. 1,135 breakfasts have been provided by people here for the alternative education students. 63 family budgets have been prepared. That's 63 families that have been helped in their finances. 25 youth have been involved in cooking classes. Five workshops have been held for refugees and immigrants. Food link, 172 people fed. Ray should be doing this, he loves the numbers. 172 people fed. 34 families connected to support with other links and 89 food parcels handed out. Parenting Link. Fifteen families have attended the Toolbox or Build an Awesome Fano Parenting Education Course, and seventy-nine families have been connected with Parenting Link uh, through Mini Groovers, Coffee Groups, and MOPS, etc. Isn't that great? These these are. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Financial support to Pastor Kelly in India carries on. They are now in three states, might be more than that. They've planted over 100 churches. They've got numbers of schools, etc., because the education system is terrible, and they're giving children a great education. Their goal in the next 13 years is to plant over 1,000 churches on their own and networked 4,000. We've got Grant and Vicky in China who started a new project this year. They've planted uh, seen 19 new churches planted this year, about 110 to 120 people. They expect that to go to 100 churches by the end of the year. Now, that's great. You go, oh, they've planted a church. Don't picture this. I've planted a church in a village inland China. That is community transformation right there. That brings change to a community. It's about meeting their needs, touching people's lives in the community. It brings great community impact. Anna and Nam, we saw their thing up on the screen before. They continue to grow rapidly. In 2013, they had programs in 1,000 churches. In 2017, it's now over 5,000 churches. In 2013, they were in six nations. They're now in 15 nations. And their programs, they come in and they work with churches, they bring biblical, again, to very much a unschooled, uh, low education areas. And they come in and they connect with churches and they provide material and courses which help people take basic biblical principles and put them into place in their communities. So every place that they are is undergoing community transformation because of the programs they've got there. That's amazing. Anna was a girl who was part of this church when she was in university in the Waikato. Not only do we keep supporting her, but it really has flowed out of here. I haven't mentioned Thailand. I haven't mentioned Europe. I haven't mentioned Indonesia. I haven't mentioned our foundation. I haven't mentioned ATC. We'll be here all day if I do that. I want you to get this. Global mandate is about people and God and God and people. If you added up every person affected by what I just read to you on that list, we are talking most likely hundreds of thousands of people. That's because we're involved with global mandate as a church. That's because you stretch and so into global mandate. That is the outcome. Not only is that the outcome here and now, what is the outcome for eternity? Well, I don't even know. Who knows? All I know is, as a church, it's a fundamental part of who God's called us to be, is to leave a legacy, a global mandate legacy that touches our city, our nation, and the nations of the world. This year we've got new opportunities, as I showed you. China, trafficking and slavery, India, opportunities keep opening. It's wonderful. And how do we do it? How do we fund it? Well, we pray, we go, and we give. And we've been praying, and we've been looking at going, and we've talked with people that have gone on our behalf, and I pray that you, when you go to work on Monday morning or wherever you're going, will feel like you're going. And now we also give. Last year, Faith Promise was promised $312,000. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Come on. You promised $312,000. Of that $312,000, $302,000 came in. That is 97%. That is worth celebrating. That is worth celebrating. Well done. Extremely well done. And then this year we get to do it again. I wonder if we really owned the mandate that God's given us. I wonder if we could kind of approach 400,000 this year. Why not? Come on, why not? I wonder if we could do that. And how many more lives can we impact? Now, I'm not saying that in any way to manipulate you, and if you just heard that, you'd need to drop it. What I'm trying to do right now is to sow a dream, really, that God's called us to partner with Him to touch and help thousands of people around the planet in their day-to-day and connect them with eternity, a Christ-filled eternity. And it's us that's going to do that. And what I'd like you to do for these next few moments is I'd like you to take your form and I would like you to fill it in. I hope you're prepared to fill it in. We've been talking about it all month. If you're not prepared to fill it in, well, we're going to do this again. Not quite to this extent, but you'll be able to give. And ask God to stir your heart. What can you do? Can you stretch a little? Can you stretch a lot? Because it matters. It really matters. And in a moment, I'm going to ask you to come and take your form once you've filled it out and place it in one of these boxes but when you place it in, because it is a faith promise offering, I'd like you to take the opportunity to pray. Father, meet this, please. Provide for this, please. I don't know where it's coming from, perhaps. I don't know how I'm going to get to that total I just wrote on the piece of paper, but I stu- feel stirred to write that. But I've got faith that you can meet the need, that you can meet what I've promised, and that together, we can make a difference in the planet. You know, sometimes I've become really overwhelmed when I'm visiting missionaries or wherever, and recently I was in China, I was in Tian, and I was in the square there, and there were just thousands of people everywhere. And it is so easy to stand there and just go, why do we bother? It is such a, it's so big what we're doing to drop in the water. It's so big. Why do we even bother? And I just hear the Holy Spirit say, because if everybody did what I asked them to do, we'd do the job. If everybody did what He asked us to do, we would touch hundreds of thousands of thousands of people on our planet, which is pretty exciting, I reckon. Very exciting. Father, I pray that You'd move our hearts. I pray that You would stir us in the area of global mandate because this is your thing and we're aligning ourselves with your thing here, not our thing. Father, we want to live purposed lives and I ask that you would move us beyond intention today to purposed. And that by faith, We would change eternity. We would see people's lives improved. We would see people equipped. We would see people given hope. We would do the things that you've equipped us to do. So Father, I thank you for this opportunity. Again, I declare your blessing on your church. I thank you that we are blessed so we can bless. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I invite you to come and pop your faith promises in here? If you if you're here with the spouse or whatever, come and pray together. If you're here as a family, come and pop it in, pray together. Just come, put it in. You might want to come as a as, as an activate group. Come and pray together. However you want to do it, but it'd be great to do. it.
1: stand and join in with the team as they lead us to finish. with you. Us, you are inside of us, you are beside us, you go in before us, you go behind us, that you are with us always. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that uh, we have the incredible privilege of partnering together as a church with you. We thank you that we can make a huge uh, stamp on not only our city but the nations. And we thank you uh, by our giving, by our praying, by our going but each one of us going, God, uh, challenge us, challenge us. But I thank you what you are able to do. Help us to even lift our visions at what we are able to do together as we partner together. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I pray that uh, we would make an, an even greater step than what we have ever done before. For life change many 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 people's lives changed thank you thank you for for um eternal significance taking place by what we are doing today thank you thank you for your anointing all over this thank you for your anointing over every person here thank you for your blessing and your protection over every home represented here today And thank you for your blessing and protection over our missionaries. Thank you that you're with them right now. Thank you for your encouragement upon them right now. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for what you have done in our lives today. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you have been speaking into lives today. May we continue to be open to you continue to be attentive to your voice and continue to respond to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So exciting, isn't it? So exciting. So easy to go, oh my goodness, it's so huge, but wow, look at what we can do together. Wow. So awesome. Very, very exciting. Um, If you are not quite ready to give today, then it is not too late. We can um, do that again tonight and next week, or if you want to um, do that by contacting the office or going to the Hub, you can do that. It's not too late. It's great to be able to partner together and impact our nation and the nations. Amen. Well, don't forget, we have the uh, the seminar, the parent seminar this afternoon, 3.30 p.m. We have Jessica Harris here with us at 6 p.m. It'd be great to see you here at um, 6 p.m. also. Uh, visitors, I hope that you enjoyed our, your morning with us. At, Please pick up a, a um, pack on your way out and enjoy a coffee in the Crossover Cafe. And if you are here and you would like someone to stand with you in prayer this morning, then please come to the front. We would love to stand with you in prayer um, before you go. Parents, please don't forget to sign your kitties out today and give those amazing uh, teachers, leaders, a huge um, hug and thanks to them. God bless you. Have an incredible, wonderful day and week if we don't see you tonight.
4: Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in His name. Thanks be to God who always causes us to win.